Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. I regret to inform you, this episode's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Unless yeah. you like pain and misery, in which case it might be fun for you. We got, but probably got some sickos listening right now. Everything sucks. Yeah. I'm not happy. I, I'm numb to everything. Okay, so that's... Except for more that, pain, apparently. Oh, okay. That's not good. <laughs> I was going to say, everything at least sucks. you're probably indifferent, right? No, everything sucks. Yeah. It's just... It's completely miserable. I, I gotta say, it was pretty grim texting you today. I was... You're actually in a... Like... And you're not positive at all, but you're more positive today than I thought you would be. If that makes you feel better. Like... I, I, I don't think I anything would make you feel better. It, it might make me feel better, but, like, I don't even know if I'd call it positivity as much as, like, I, like, I'm, I am genuinely just going numb. Like, there's just no hope. It's to the point where, like, I have, how upset can you actually get when you have no hope and there's nothing left to believe in? Can, in the sports world. Can I, uh, That's a let you in on, yeah, no, yeah, can I, yes, in this, that would be really depressing <laughs> if it was just not. That would really suck. Uh, can can I let you in on a little something here, Josh? Yeah, sure. As, as a Bears fan, who's I've been here, it it can get worse. It can trust me. It does get worse. Okay, actually, it usually does. Here's, I guess I'm gonna agree with you, and I also would like to say that I think it can get way worse for me than it ever has been for you. I don't know about that one. You've I never, think it can. You've never even. You don't even understand what I've been through, man. You don't. You don't get it. Yeah, but this Kellen, is, this is all on like the new territory for you. Almost. On the flip side, Kellen, you have never experienced what I have. <laughs> I know. So I know. you started on the bottom. I have a complete fall from grace to below where you're at. Is yeah. what I'm experiencing. Well. Here's let me because my no my mindset will never change from what it was growing up. Yeah. I will never be able to like have a different mindset over my sports teams than they win championships, they contend every single year, and they are the model franchises and they make the right moves all the time. Yeah, well, and let me tell you why you might actually be right is because I don't, I might be moving into the point of acceptance, and we could just talk about the Bears right now because they were the Sunday night game, and then we'll just talk about the Steelers right after. We'll just get our pain out of the way, um, well, we're, or we'll let it simmer for the rest of the episode. I don't know how it works, but uh, so like with the Bears, it's and the Steelers, they're actually very similar franchises in the in the way that they've been around since the beginning of of like time and they've mm -hmm. stayed in the same family the whole mm -hmm. time that they've existed mm -hmm. uh luckily combined they have seven super bowls combined seven super bowls that's a lot of super bowls that's yeah let's <laughs> yeah i love that that's a great stat for me so that's three. That's three and a half Super Bowls per franchise, right there. If you're doing the math at home, yeah. So Bears yes. tech, and you round that up. Bears technically have four Super Bowls. 
Uh, so that's uh, that's some advanced stats for you. But <laughs> the Steelers have had the benefit of, as the team has been passed down from generation to generation, it seems like they've surrounded themselves with good football minds for a while, at least. I don't know if, mm-hmm. you know, you might not be there at that point right now in your mind mentally, but the Bears got rid of those promising intellectual football minds about 40 years ago, it seems like. And it's really just been uh, turmoil since then. And that's why I really don't like, I'm just, I don't think I'm ever going to get up on the bears again and get excited for a season, especially like you saw how excited I was for this season uh, until they actually prove that they could be a good team. And I don't know if they could do that because the ownership, George McCaskey, says he's not a football guy at all. He says he's just a football fan, yet he decides to be involved in every single football decision within the Chicago Bears organization. Before they even hire a GM every single time, George McCaskey has a coach picked out. Matt Eberflus was the guy that he wanted before he ever hired Ryan Poles. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. You should let your GM hire the head coach. I don't even know if the GM's good, but I know the head coach isn't good. I know that for a fact. And when Ryan Poles was hired, he was like, Here, I like two guys. I like Matt Eberflus and I like Jim Caldwell. And Jim Caldwell has been out of the NFL for eight years. So you might as well pick Matt Eberflus, who, by the way, has not won two, two consecutive games with the Chicago Bears in two years now. So it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, and until... George McCaskey decides to not be involved in football decisions. I don't think the Bears will ever be good. I don't think that'll ever happen until he dies. So that's why I'm kind of hopeless. And I'm not going to get excited about the Bears until they're good, which I don't think they'll ever be good again. Unless George McCaskey dies, which I'm not cheering for. I don't cheer for death, but that's just the only way it can happen. So that's why I think I'm more hopeless, but you're probably more sad right now. If that does that make sense to you? Yeah, because I can take I I still have the taste in my mouth. It yeah. wasn't that. I also am you've still seen coming you've to, seen Super Bowl. I'm still coming to terms with the fact that like 2017 was not two years ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, so I I have to come to that fact, but it, for like different reasons because I just feel old. It makes me feel yeah. Old. No, I, have, like, I mean, really bad neck pain right now. That sucks. Yeah, I know. I slept on my. Get like a new, get one of them special pillows and you'll be fine. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, uh, so the Bears so, suck. They're terrible. Uh, and it was it was almost like watching Tyson Beja not be that good of a quarterback was. I'm just trying to find silver linings at this point, and it was almost good in a way because if you have a guy who hasn't played past the Division Two football level outperforming Justin <laughs> Fields right away. That's not a good sign for Justin Fields. And, like, I don't think Bajit's going to be a starting NFL quarterback. I think he could maybe be a long-term backup. But if he would, if he's a long-term backup who's immediately better than Justin Fields in his, like, first two starts, that's a really bad sign for the future of the Bears because I don't think they're going away from Justin Fields anytime soon unless they end up with maybe the number one pick, which is, is looking less likely now. Uh, so that was like the only silver lining I could get from that game. The defense is still terrible. They stopped the Chargers, I think, on maybe one drive, 
Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, they they hired a defensive minded head coach, and I, I, it just that hasn't had an impact on the team at all. Uh, offensive line still bad. You could name all the players that would be starters on another NFL team on one hand on the Bears. So they just have no talent, really. And that's the way it's been for a while. And, um, yeah, that's that's the Chicago Bears. We, we don't even need to talk about them that much because they're, they're that irrelevant in the NFL world right now. But you had something you wanted to say to me about the Bears. Yeah, so I tried to win this game for you. Okay, I appreciate that. Because the Bears have actually played decently well the last few weeks. Like, last week. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, one week. <laughs> and then anyway. really bad the week before, and then a week before that they actually played well. Too. Okay, so I've noticed a common a theme here. Okay. When I don't watch the Bears, like, at all, mm-hmm. they play so much better. Okay. Well, So last night I went to bed and didn't watch a second of the Bears, and I fully... When I woke up this morning, like, I'm not even just saying this, Kellen. I, don't like I was what's about genuinely to be said. surprised that the Bears lost. <laughs> I hate that, dude. <laughs> like, I that, was like. It just, I, just sounds stupid right now. I, That's... <laughs> okay, I know, I know I sound stupid, but, like, I was like, man, whenever I text Kellen about the Bears, they always lose and they always suck. If I don't text him and I, like, fall asleep, do whatever, like, they win. They play well, and he's happy. And then I woke up, and I saw no texts from you. And I was like, this can't be good at no, all. Like, no. either way, the fact that I didn't get a the Bears suck or <laughs> the Bears are back text, I got no texts during this game. I was like, well, that cannot possibly be good. And then I went and saw the score, and I was like, yep, that, I guess, checks out for where it they're was, at. It was over immediately. You could tell that the Bears were going to lose that game right away. Uh, and... They, they didn't get help from the refs, which is it's fine. They weren't going to win that game with the help of the refs. Uh, but, I mean, it was just – it was truly awful football. Bayless Jones Jr., he's a third-round pick for the Bears. I don't know how that guy has ever, like, managed to stay on a football field this long. You could put a highlight reel of plays where he has cost the Bears a football game, and, and it, it spans, like, five minutes long. And that's – that's been his whole career with the Bears, and this is only his second year on the team. That's it's insane. He had another, another terrible play where wide open in the end zone. There's not a guy ten yards around him. I don't know if you saw this play, Josh. I hope you mm-hmm. did. He trips over his own feet, and the ball still lands in his chest. Oh yes, I did see that. And he still drops it. Yeah, I <laughs> like, did see that actually. Like he. He tripped over his feet and was still yeah. miraculously in the right position yeah, to catch the football. That. And he still ended up dropping it. It was the most amazing play I think I've ever seen. Uh, so I'd need him to be cut. Well, that's a pretty good summation of uh, the Bears franchise the last six years or so. And, um, 10, 12, 20? Yeah. Well, they had a playoff. They had that good defense in 2018. So actually five years. Only five years. Um, 18... Come on, you could do that math. That was five years ago, Josh. No, I was trying to figure out. I couldn't remember that year. That was like Khalil Mack. That was his first year on the Bears. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. That, wait, yeah. They won a couple playoff games, right? Okay. I, <laughs> I shouldn't have actually brought that up. That was on me. I did lead you into that. Uh, but yeah, that's the Bears. Um, 
I, I still don't know how good the Chargers are because, you know, they they're bad. just beat up on they're, the Bears. They're it's bad. not really that impressive. They're bad. They're yeah. Bad. Justin Herbert looked good, but the Bears, like, like I said. Bears. Uh, Bears. And I guess, do you have anything else you want to say on the Bears to make me yeah. feel better or worse right now? Um, No, because I didn't watch the game to okay. try and win the game for you, so I'm I sorry. Pre- I appreciate um, what you did. Next week, you'll, next week, you'll actually be watching the game now, and I'll just be getting texts from you about how bad the Bears are, and it's probably going to make me even more miserable. I had to watch char- that game with a family of Packers fans. So the the Chargers tweet was a little funny, though. That was mean. That was unnecessary. <laughs> it was like, funny. You're coming after you're coming after a two and six team. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Pick they, pick on someone your own size, okay? They're just mad funny. because it was Soldier Field West on Sunday night. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind kind of yeah. a little funny. It wasn't funny. Well, yeah, at all. and also like. What's going to be worse for you? What time do the Bears play on Sunday? Eastern I'm, time? I'm sure that they're going to be the noon game. Okay. I might be driving. Oh. So I might not be able to watch it. I'll at least text you this time. And even if I'm not driving, what's worse for you? Well, if I'm not driving and I am available, what's worse for you is the Steelers game's over. And I will have had two days to sulk about them losing. So then I'll be able to watch football, and I can actually watch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about the Steelers then. Yeah, they played bad on Sunday as well. <sighs> Freaking Blake Bortles. <laughs> I just, I can't. He never dies. He haunts. The ghost of Blake Bortles has haunted that stadium forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Jags ended the Steelers franchise effectively in 2017. It was never the same after that game. That was the worst game I've ever seen in my entire life. And anyone that thought the Steelers were going to come out and win this game was a complete is a complete sociopath. And you shouldn't be trusted it, under any circumstances. The Steelers suck. Me? They are a miserable team. I'm a They're sociopath? a miserable offense. The fact that Matt Canada has a job is just pathetic. I, like... The only thing worse than being a Steelers fan is probably being Matt Canada's family. <laughs> because I don't know if you've seen this trend that's going around. You know how Pat McAfee does his show at whatever college game day is going to be at on Fridays? He does his whole show from that college. Yeah. The last three weeks, Fire Canada chants have broken out. Ohio, when it happened in Columbus, I understand. Pretty close to Pittsburgh, like probably some overlap there. It happened in Utah. How <laughs> do you awesome. feel about how do you feel it's, about yourself if it, if you're going to be Matt, it's going to be like a game day tradition where they have just the Washington State flag yes. outside and back. They're just it's going to be Fire Canada even after if, he's been fired. Like if you are. If you're Matt Canada's family, because obviously, like, I want him to get fired. I don't really care about his feelings at this point. I get he's a person, but, like, if you're that bad at your job, you need to be held accountable. Yeah. So, like, I don't feel that bad for him. I think he has, like, two daughters who are probably going to school in Pittsburgh. And, like, that's got to suck. Yeah. Everyone around you, like, imagine going to school on Monday morning and everyone's just completely miserable. Because your dad is terrible at his job. Yeah. And like, I I don't know, obviously, what his wife does for a living. 
But you got to think Matt Canada is not getting another job that's going to pay well. So, he's, you know, he'll probably, he'll probably be fine. He's an offensive coordinator in the NFL. He'll find another job. Okay, go look at his resume. <clears throat> this might this might bury him, Kellen. The more the more the Steelers let him be the offensive coordinator, the less likely he gets another I'm just saying, job he could, in the he NFL. Could, he could get – well, I'm not even saying at the NFL because he used to coach in college before. But this is – And he was terrible matter. in college. Yeah, but I'm just saying like he could go to like a really small school and coach there and yeah. you, they still get paid fine. But, but that's that doesn't really matter. Um, but that's embarrassing. As you were saying. Yeah, yeah, so he sucks. He's embarrassing. I know it's not completely his fault on Sunday because <clears throat> they mis-executed on a lot of plays. Yeah, um, uh, that that Mitch interception into triple coverage was not great. It was he No. I'm gonna I'll say it. I'll say it, Josh. This is big of me. I don't think Mitch is the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, no, Mitch is not. He's okay. not. The Steelers suck, and here's a thought I had today. Okay. How many draft picks could the Steelers get for TJ Watt and George Pickens. No, you don't want to do that. That sucks. I did it. I did it. That sucks. I did it. Yeah. And you know what sucks even more? What? Kenny Pickett wasn't even lumped in that group. No. Well, why would he? He's not that. They're not going to get any. They're not going to get I, any draft picks for him because he sucks. I fear that that Kenny Pickett might have been the beneficiary of maybe the worst quarterback class of all time, and he was just yes. he happened to be the best one out of them, and so they the thought that he was slide. a first round talent. Oh, the, the yeah. fake slide, the fake slide probably that probably boosted and winning his, the his ACC two two rounds. He won the ACC with Pitt there. Yeah, I think I, I think worn he, a Steelers jersey in a month. He's probably he's probably realistically was a third round talent. I haven't worn a Steelers jersey in a month. It's tough. The terrible towel is broken. It's it doesn't broke. even work anymore. <laughs> you need new batteries for the it. The literal towel is broken. It mm. is dead. I don't even know if Renegade's going to work. Renegade could be dead. Wow. It, it's just, it's so bad. James Harrison was there. Joey Porter was there. His and son this was, there was the too. effort. This was the effort that was put forward. Yeah, and it just sucks. Minka Fitzpatrick's also dead. Yeah, well, his, his hamstring, hamstring is, is done. Is Swiss they cheese. got gashed. The Steelers' defense is so bad. Like okay. I, the defense I do was not, not the problem in that game. No, it's it's not the problem. But I don't understand how their defense is as bad as they are with the great players that they have. They gave up twenty like, points. That's not bad. I just. They're just so, but they get gashed at every big moment ever. They, they keep, I mean, the secondary uh, is so bad. You could, you could chalk that up to them playing like they're on the field Shut for up. 45 minutes of that football game. I know, the, I, but the they offense suck. is the issue. The offense is, yes, that's the, the offense is the issue. The fact that's what, that, that's, let's, let's, well, you did focus on that, but yeah, okay. they all suck. Yeah. And I just don't like nothing's even good. No one's good on that team. There's not a single, Good player on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have one great player. Oh, okay. They have no good players. And it's just, they suck. There's nothing, there's no positives, and nothing's going to change. It's not even like one move and, hey, the Steelers are back. I don't even, like, 
Ben Roethlisberger wouldn't even win with this team. You take Prime Ben and they wouldn't even <laughs> oh, win. They'd ben. still suck. I thought, I thought you were talking about Ben in his current no, state. No, give me a Prime Ben and they still suck. They're terrible. Okay, It's a but horrendous team. Josh, do you think Ben Roethlisberger, the offensive coordinator, could help this team? Probably because he okay. would do so much stupid stuff. It would like He would try. Yeah. This is what really bothers me is that it doesn't feel like anything is different. I I can deal with losing because the Steelers have lost many games over my life. They've lost some gut-wrenching games, Kellen, and they've lost in some pretty damn creative ways. They've managed to find some good ways to lose games, okay? This, like, they are losing every game the exact same way. (laughs) And when you're seeing stats... I don't know if you've noticed this trend in the NFL, but like offenses are getting a lot better than they used to be. And they're scoring more points across the board in the NFL. And when you're seeing stats and the only comparable teams to your offense in 2023, the year starts with an eight or a seven. It's not good. Yeah. The scoring in the 70s and the 80s was not high. Oh, I so thought you were talking teams, about the 800s. Uh, yeah, maybe even. Okay. And like the Steelers just don't they and they don't try anything new or different. And it's like what well, a microcosm and I'll stop talking here in a second. A microcosm of this <laughs> is the first drive by the Steelers. They come out they end up they the first play of the game Deontay Johnson over the middle. The ball was a little high from Kenny, but it's still a catch that Deontay Johnson probably should make and has made. He's made it in the past. He drops it. Doesn't work. He's also dropped it in the past. Yes, he has also dropped it in the past. The next play, I think they run the ball for a minimal amount, a minimal gain. Third down, they throw it directly into Deontay Johnson's chest. He drops it. There was a holding play, so it came back. But whatever, Steelers punt, three and out. They had something on that first play where you could see, like, oh, wow, that was different. The Steelers didn't run it on first down to start the game, and that would have been a big play. If Kenny threw that ball perfectly and Deontay catches it, which is a big if, there's a chance he goes all the way to the end zone. There was enough of a gap between the two safeties. He could have gotten... To the well, end zone if he could catch it in stride. That's how but, you know that's just wishful thinking because Deontay yes. Johnson does not score touchdowns. No, no, he doesn't. But but back to my point that I was like yeah, how sorry, I started I this off. off. No, I mean you really didn't. I kind of got there. They never went back to that. Yeah. It was it was like one that you were like, okay, that could be a big hitter play, and they never went back to it. They targeted Pickens once. Until the fourth quarter when Mitch was in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, really? You have something that sort of works and then you go back to something we know doesn't work. And there's just, there's no creativity at all. A jet sweep, spoiler alert everybody, jet sweeps are not creative. They just aren't. Everyone, like, everyone's seen a jet sweep. They're not creative. And, what? Like in the most frustrating, like I, there's a lot of most frustrating parts, and I haven't even 
talked about the officiating in this game yet. The most frustrating part for me is you watch the Steelers' defense slip, slide. T.J. Watt was either, he either slipped or was put in a headlock in every single play. Guess how many flags there were? None. He, God, the Penguins suck. Um, and so the Steelers on offense, it's slippy conditions out there. They have their receivers making all of the cuts and doing things. Why would you not just run go routes and slant routes and get your wide receivers in motion where they can catch the ball and the defenders have to adjust just like they are doing to your guys with ETN. Like, stop trying to run a jet sweep where he needs to plant and get upfield. He slips every time. Najee Harris slips every time. They can't possibly do it. You literally, like, just, you gotta go downhill and go at these guys and make it harder on the defense than it is on you. They're doing it to you. Your guys are slipping. Why would you not just go back and do it to them? Everyone's playing on the same field. I'm not even sit, like I'm not sitting here saying it was slippy. That's why the Steelers lost. They're, we're playing on the same field. Yeah, <clears throat> we just didn't adjust to it. And then let's get into the officiating because that was horrendous. And the officiating, like, say what you want, it lost the game for the Steelers. It lost the game for the Steelers because if there's one thing about the Pittsburgh Steelers is they hang around in games and they manage to hang around and they have no business in it. And then Kenny has always made that one play. Okay. Chris Boswell makes a field goal. Then they call an offsides penalty because the guy's helmet was in the neutral zone. Move it back five yards. But wait, did you see the picture that Bos? Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. Boswell (laughs) kicks a 60 yarder in the muck in the rain and misses it naturally because it's he can't even plant he can't even plant so he kicks it he misses it Steelers instead of being down I think that would have made it nine six so instead of being down three they're down um nine to three and that's not which where is, which the Steelers yeah Steelers are not the Steelers are not bad they're not built to come back from large deficits like that <laughs> yeah. like six points okay? like six points I they know the not, feeling they are not built to come back from that yeah we are fans of certain franchises and where so, once you go down a full at least a full touchdown or like most of a touchdown that's insurmountable unfortunately and so then what do we see what do we see we see this photo come out after the game tweeted out by or posted by chris boswell you will get a fine much. for it and he's going to get – there's a lot of Steelers that are going to get fined. The Steelers yeah. are going – Mike every Tomlin game, being one, too. I think every game check from that Steelers game is going directly to the NFL. Dude, like, also, don't even, wait, don't even so, send it to the players. Just, just, just a side <laughs> note, Jalen Warren keeps losing his game checks yeah, for, he hasn't just, got, for normal plays, which is yes. absolutely ridiculous. This, this dude's on a rookie contract making – not that – I mean, good money for a person, but not that – like. Not a lot of money for an NFL player. And he's losing every single game check for trying to protect Kenny Pickett in the pocket, which is yeah. insane. And he's, he has <laughs> done so well at it, too. Yeah. That's the and best then, part is how well that, he's done he, at these And blocks. now he can't do it, and Kenny Pickett gets split in half, and there's no flag yeah. on it. <laughs> so there's that. And guess guess who was actually in the neutral zone? Oh, The uh, Jaguars can, player. Oh, I was going to guess yeah. that. Yeah, no, the Jags defender. Dang. So that's a tough look for the NFL. This is a 
this is a horrible officiating crew. Hey, it, at, it, at least you'll you'll probably get the the tweet later in the week from Schefter saying um, the NFL has reviewed the play and they say they got it wrong. Will that make yeah. you feel better? No, that won't make me feel better oh, because because no. this is one where it, it's like TJ Watt's a big enough game wrecker that like you would like to think that it could happen. Like yeah. you, you kind of if you only need a field goal you really have a lot of hope because the Steelers are pretty good at getting two field goal positions um, late in games. And it's just, it was demoralizing. And then the Jags also get a roughing the passer call that extended one of their drives. I think that's the one they scored the touchdown on. It is. Um, So they end up scoring a touchdown. Well, Kenny Pickett gets picked up and forcibly thrown down onto his shoulder it looked like at first that it was his shoulder comes out it's his ribs thank god it, it, it um, is i mean it's the it's the textbook definition of like the new roughing the passer rules yes where you can't drive them into the ground anymore and on the trevor lawrence one you could maybe make an argument the steelers player did it it still wouldn't be a great argument no but this one was it was just oh, oh i'm getting a phone call uh, it was but, just obvious, like it, it was, it was the definition of the new rule, and there's no flag it on just, it. It's much more egregious than, than and the it just, Trevor Lawrence. It sucked, and like I get that call, like, and that play happened prior to the whole field goal debacle. So there was that, then the field goal debacle, and it was just, and it's like I get that, like Kenny still gets injured on that play, even if you call a flag. That's not like what I'm upset about. Because he still he still gets injured, oh. I totally understand that. Corey Seager and, home run in the World Series. Nice. I want to talk briefly. We'll talk about the World Series later, but um, and it's just yes, Malkin finally scored a goal. And oh, wow, a lot just happened there. That was outside of what yeah, I was trying hey, to talk there about. There we go. And it's just it's just demoralizing. And the Steelers suck. Deontay jo- and, and like I get ripping the refs because they did cost you the game. But Deontay Johnson ripping the refs leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. (laughs) Because, like... Hey, like, at least be a part of the solution here, man. Come on. you low-key sucked. Like, you dropped a couple passes. I don't know about the whole blaming the officials when you sucked type of deal. I might not do that. Whatever. It happened. It it sucked. I I hate watching football right now. And I got to turn around. And the Steelers are going to get torched. Derrick Henry is... If he's still on the Titans... Derrick Henry is going to run for 7,000 yards on Thursday night all over the Steelers defense. Well, Josh, let's move on to maybe a happier note for the both of us here then, in that the Green Bay Packers are a miserable loser franchise now. They're terrible. They're awful at the sport of football. They lost again. And this should make me happy. It should, but it doesn't. Well, it doesn't have to make you happy. It's just, you know... At least it won't make you sad, and it it can't because. But it does. It's, it's a bad team. It's a bad evil team. That's what I mean by by bad evil team. Losing football games. That's something that we that we can take a, a lot of joy in. I think. No. Jordan Love is a terrible quarterback. Okay. The the Green Bay Packers did not draft another Hall of Fame quarterback. That is great news. And. They just think their receivers are terrible. They were dropping every single pass imaginable. And they actually do have a good defense. 
But that offense is so abysmal that they're not going to win more than five games this year. Josh, question. More like a statement. I'm not going to say anything until two weeks from now. Okay. Do you guys play them? Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. uh, I understand um, you holding up. Another unfortunate thing did happen in this game. Yeah, I want to. That's why I'm sad. Okay. You, You can say it. The unfortunate thing that happened in this game is the Detroit Lions just won the NFC North. Okay. And that sucks. And they won it because... via Kirk Cousins obliterating his Achilles. Yeah. Blew it out. And well, I want to talk about Achilles here, but you give your thoughts and then we'll come back and we'll circle back to the Achilleses. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset about it. I don't, I don't like the Vikings. And this is just a typical, like, oh, this is a Bear. I, I'm a Bears fan. Even that injury sucks. Yeah, but, but you yeah, love I'm Kirk a Bears Cousins. fan and that injury sucks. Cause I love, yeah, I love Kirk Cousins. Did you tweet it out? Can you go? You have you have to go to the Vikings Twitter and comment (laughs) as as a Bears fan. As a Bears fan, (laughs) you really hate to see this. Yeah, as a Bears fan, even I hate to see this. Like, (laughs) yeah, come on, that really does. But you know, it doesn't count if you don't tweet out. Kirk Cousins is uh, like have your thoughts on him. He's a genuinely good dude, and he's one of the more likable athletes, I think, in my opinion in all of sports right now. And I also like him because he has just taken $30 million of cap space from the Vikings every single year to lose in the divisional round and sometimes not even get that far. And I appreciate that about him too. But he's a good dude. I don't, And this is a contract year for him, which stinks. Uh, he's made plenty of money already in his career, but I really want to see him just stay on Minnesota forever because they're they're just going to be in limbo forever if that's the case and you know we we don't cheer for injuries we don't cheer for injuries on this podcast we don't, we, we we don't do cheer that. for we don't definitely don't cheer for no injuries. no we've never done that's that never i'll happen. actually might um, be cheering for an injury later in this show but we don't cheer but for i'm injuries. a little bit upset because like did it have to happen this week the rumors the trade deadline Everything yeah. would have been so much more fun with Kirk Cousins. Well, well, it did have to happen this week because now we have another fun trade rumor because maybe Which the Lions one? don't win this division, Josh. They do. Maybe maybe the Vikings trade for a certain number two playing in New Orleans right now who is actually not playing in New Orleans right now because he's the backup, even though he's the better quarterback oh. there. Do you know who I'm talking about? Jamie. Yes. Oh, dude, Jameis Winston in Minnesota. That's that's a match made in heaven, right? Yeah, actually, I do really think that uh, is. How much would you love to see that? That would I, be amazing. I know he and, would torch the Bears. He would, that, that would be one of the teams where he actually has one of those really great games against, but I, I still just want to see it. That would be awesome. I yeah. think I yeah, I'd like that. So have I have I maybe lifted your spirits a little bit with that one? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. I do James really Winston like that. And Justin Jefferson and they're just imagine Jameis being the mic'd sideline. Up the sideline. Exactly. Mic'd up on the sideline with Justin Jefferson. <laughs> That's it's gonna be entertaining. I don't know that, how, but <clears throat> Or that in which would way wild. it's going to be entertaining, but it's going to be very entertaining. That would be wild. Yeah. But I do want to make a comment. We can move on past this game because this goes, this kind of filters into another game that we can talk about here. The Jets and the Giants. But turf, grass, 
everything has been a playing surfaces have been a hot button issue here mm-hmm. in the NFL, Colin. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk Cousins happened on grass, right? Or am I uh, am I drunk? That was at Lambeau. Well, it's Lambeau. I'm not sure they have real grass, grass. because they need to prevent yeah, the fans from grazing during the game. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Okay, thank Good you. <laughs> I hear they actually. So I did hear though they they got real grass, but they hired extra security. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. To gotcha. protect it. A couple so, of ranchers. Yeah, they had a few ranchers yeah, in there. Some cattlemen. <laughs> um. So, do we think? And I could be off base. Is there any possible chance that the correlation between these non-contact injuries is not necessarily all with the turf? And maybe it has something to do with the fact that all the NFL has done for the last six years is limit the amount of time that people are actually playing football and limited padded practice and limited contact and limited all of this stuff and limited how much you work out and done all of this and resting through training camps and all of this other stuff has happened. Are we possibly maybe now seeing a adverse effect to that? And I'm not saying it's bad to rest your players, but like there is a certain we're, we're babying them too much. I think there is a certain level of like, if you don't do like, don't do these things, you're not conditioned in this way that it it's bound to happen. It's just weird to see th- this many, and it's Achilles injuries too. Yeah, like it's. Well, I don't know if there's any. I I really don't know if there's any correlation at all because I know these guys are all working out and they're all doing things, but like. Is there because there is a certain like you kind of have to be hit to be able to get in to shape. And I know I'm talking about non-contact injuries and getting hit and everything, but I just feel like there could be something that we see swing now where if you're not going through it and you're not doing live reps and it's not that high intensity. To some extent, I feel like that kind of can have an adverse effect at some point. Yeah, well. I also think that it might have something to do with the idea that uh, people have been saying Kirk Cousins is like watching a 40-year-old dad play football, Mm -hmm. um, and he does maybe have the body of a 40-year-old dad, and it's kind of surprising that body might have lasted this long without a season-ending injury in the NFL. I think there is actually like data out there supporting the fact that there are like certain playing surfaces that are shittier than others. Well, they're definitely like Soldier Field and FedEx (laughs) Field. Those are grass fields, but they're, but it's terrible quality of grass and people have season ending injuries on those fields a lot of the time. But Uh, but I I mean, sometimes Mm -hmm. that season ending injury is Lamar Houston celebrating a sack of Tom Brady while down 28 points. So (laughs) it's, it's tough to like, I, I don't think that it's one thing or another at all it's just you they play a physical sport and their bodies go through a season-long very physical sport like i just said uh it's very taxing on the body and eventually it doesn't really matter what playing surface you're on something's going to happen and it happens a lot and players have season-ending injuries all the time in the nfl and that's just a part of the nature Mm -hmm. of the sport no i I think it's i think it's kind of a cop-out to blame the playing surface 
I don't. People say that there's like data supporting that MetLife is worse, but uh, I've seen plenty of other injuries on did Met, other fields. Did, did MetLife not replace their turf? They switched it, and then and then people yes. are like, "Oh, it's even worse now." So there's like, no, that's it, a it, lie. Yeah, that's uh, gaslighting. It, I don't know. Is it? Yes, okay. but anyway, we don't have to talk about this game. Jets Giants. It's oh, yo, we do have to talk about this game because wolf. it was. I have some notes wolf. on it. It was the most entertaining, wolf. horrible game wolf. of football ever. Uh, let me pull up my notes here. This is literally makes it, me want to puke. It had the most punts in an NFL game since they started recording punts mm-hmm. in the NFL at 26. 26 punts in this game, Josh. I didn't even know that it was possible to, to punt it that many times. Uh, so it was, you already knew it was going to be bad because it was going to be Zach Wilson versus Tyrod Taylor. And then Tyrod Taylor went down and ended up being Zach Wilson versus Tommy DeVito, uh, Italian legend, Illinois legend right there too. Uh, and they wouldn't let him throw the football. Woof. There was no reason the Giants should have lost this game. They have, they, I mean, if Graham Gano makes the field goal, they win this game. But also, they give the ball back to the Jets after a missed field goal on the other side of midfield at the 30-yard line. 25 seconds left in the game and no timeouts for the Jets. How on earth do the Jets send that to overtime with Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback? And I think, I, I, I think Jets fans are actually starting to love Zach Wilson again. Yeah, they are. And what's going to be fun is they are just in time for, I think, Aaron Rodgers might play again this year. Okay. It, yes. And... I actually want him to play this year because because you're a pervert. No, because <laughs> I think well, maybe if this is dude, if, document. If, if this makes me a pervert, it, I think the funniest thing ever of for me could happen while watching sports in that he comes back from a torn Achilles the same season he tears his Achilles and then tears his Achilles again. That would be the I funniest you, thing ever to me. And I know you I am, want that to happen. We don't cheer for injuries, <laughs> but I'm cheering for that to happen, Josh. Is there a correlation between having a documentary about you and tearing your Achilles? Is there? Who else has done it? We have Rogers with Hard Knocks. That was yeah. all only about yeah. him. Uh huh. And Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, he was on the quarterback show. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. There, maybe there is a correlation there too. Well, now Mahomes needs to tear his Achilles and Mariota. Well, Mariota doesn't even play. Yeah. Well, then, it, but imagine if he tore his Achilles. Then that he would be might, really I suspicious. No. If he doesn't play and he tears his Achilles, then there's then there's definitely yeah, but, correlation. Okay, there. but let's be honest. Let's then be the honest. science Kirk, is out on that. Kirk was the star of that show. Let's be honest. He was exactly. That's why I like him now because of that show. Yeah, unbelievable. And Brittany Mahomes was the star no, I too. Hate her. She's a superstar. No, shut up. She's a superstar. Shut up. But okay, Josh, don't, don't you agree know. that that would be yes. maybe the funniest thing ever? If yeah, I, I do agree. Because I think I said again. I think I said that a couple weeks ago that that would. I happen. know, I know. I've been thinking about it because I just see him practicing, and I'm like, you're like he, plant he should, a little should, bit harder. Yeah, you're like yeah. just plant a little harder on that. Like I, it makes me nervous. Yes, but like that's why that's why the payoff would be so great <clears> if it does can, happen. Do a five-step drop just one week too yeah. early. Yeah. Oh. Would Would you rather it happen? Scramble around a little bit. Would you rather it happen in the game? In the game, Or yes. in practice? Oh, no. In the game, dude. In the game. 
I, I bet I, it needs to be the first drive of the game. It has, <laughs> it has to be the first drive. <laughs> oh, that'd be so if, bad. if it happens, it, it like the fourth game in. It, if, okay, if he's coming back with like still four weeks left to play, that would be insane. But if it happened like a couple games in, it would still be a really big payoff. But just the funniest <laughs> possible scenario would be the very first drive, the very first step back. I'm gonna have dreams about this. It's just gonna be. Great. I don't think it'll happen, but I do love that for you. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna think about right. it. I'm gonna think about it. Let's uh, fire through a couple games here. Yeah, uh, Dolphins Patriots. It kind of was exactly what you expected to happen. Maybe the Patriots made it close for a second after coming off of a win, but the Dolphins won. Uh, Tyreek Hill went over a thousand yards on the season. He's on pace to have two thousand yards. Could be the first two thousand yard receiver in NFL history. That would be a big deal. Uh, Anything you want to say here, or are we still? Do you want me to just rapid fire a couple here? Rapid fire because I got. I'll chime in. Um, wait. Okay. I'll give one note on each of these games. Let's have more. Patriots okay. suck. Okay, Patriots suck. Good note. Yep. Uh, Saints Colts. <laughs> I actually expected the Colts to win, but uh, Saints ended up winning, which hurts Jameis Winston's chances of becoming starting quarterback, which helps him becoming starting quarterback yeah. of the Minnesota Vikings. So. Not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew has actually been playing good football. And the Colts are kind of a fun team. They would be a lot more fun if Anthony Richardson was healthy. But they'll probably be pretty fun next mm-hmm. year. Commanders-Eagles. This, wait. Oh, sorry. This game I was, didn't let you this go. Game was, this game was 21-20 for about three hours, it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I saw it come across the bot, the ticker on the bottom of the screen, it was 21-20. Did not expect it to be a high-scoring game, but it ended up being that. Uh, Commanders and Eagles... The tush push failed for the first time this year. And then I they told ran a you trick, there would be someone that would. They fumbled, but then the Eagles yeah. ended up running a trick play off the tush push and won the game on that play. So yeah. I told you, know. you it would get stopped <laughs> at some point, And what did the Eagles do when it got stopped was kind of the question that I had. <laughs> yeah, they, we learned. Yeah, there's not. We uh, learned. I, I wouldn't have wanted to be the team that stopped the tush push for the first time. I don't know. Call me crazy. God, it would have been so amazing if they lost. If the note on this game, if the Eagles would have lost, I would have probably been a little bit happier because the city of Philadelphia would have been in shambles. Yeah, yeah. The Commanders always week. play them close. Uh, but would have been they a can't bad get the week win. for them. Cardinals, Ravens. Uh, Josh Dobbs is starting to look exactly like what we expected Josh Dobbs would look like. So yeah, he has been benched. Might get cut. He, I think, well, I think Kyler's just going to come back and he's going to well, come back. No, the I saw a tweet. Nope. I saw a tweet saying, I think he is going to get cut because someone he's, said that the Steelers should sign him. Oh, well, I don't think he's going to get cut. They, he, he's done good enough to like actually be a long-term backup in the NFL for maybe well, the rest of his career. Somehow he's going to surprise Steelers. Well, that would be good for you. Uh, no, Seahawks, they suck. Seahawks, Browns, we would be the best, n- next best. Thank you to Kenny the Seahawks. Pickett. Their jerseys were sick. Oh yes, they. I, I think they have the worst uniforms in sports, and they they have this alternate option that they don't it's just wear better. every week. It's, it's insane pathetic that they don't. Yeah, I I hate their normal uniforms. I think they're awful. Yeah. They uh, suck. But they won. Uh, PJ Walker was starting quarterback for the Browns. I think Deshaun Watson might be worse than PJ Walker. So I think he might be. Can you find what is was two hundred thirty million dollars? I think it was two forty. 
240. Okay, what do you think the worst investment you could make for, with 240 million dollars would be? Um hiring a serial rapist to be my franchise quarterback. Okay, outside of that cuz that's oh, outside taken. of that. Outside if we're trying that. to come up I with think... the worst possible thing you can invest that money in. Um Enron? Okay. Maybe. Although that would probably keep the company afloat. Well, they're dead now. Um, worst thing to spend $230 million on. Wow. Wow. Um, you could become a shareholder of the Green Bay Packers. For that That's amount. smart. Yeah. 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 So in conclusion, there's we're stupid and we can't even find a dumber way to spend $240 million I mean, than do, on do you, Deshaun do have, Watson. Do you have an idea? I, I'm trying. Like, no, I mean, I, I, all, all that's coming to mind is the scene in the Dark Knight where the Joker literally sets sets that yeah. pile of money on fire. That's legitimately. That might still even be smarter. Yeah, because at least that kind of feels cool, right? Like I have this much yeah. money just to waste. That actually, I think burning it is smarter than paying Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's not about the money; it's about sending a message, man. Yeah, it is. I was so nervous seeing that game show up. I was just like, I just need them to lose. I need them to lose. And they, they did, did lose. lose so that they was did good. lose. And Miles uh, Garrett's such a clown. I can't stand him. He's well, not even good at football. And, like, he's just such a clown. Um, Let's see. What other games can we go quickly on? Falcons-Titans. Titans win. Will Levis made his NFL debut. Yeah, a very, I hate a this. very successful one. This sucks. Four touchdowns. This Why do you sucks. hate that? Do you, do you hate Will Levis? You hate the Titans. Yeah, I hate the Titans, but guess what? You know why this sucks? I now have to play this guy on Thursday night, and this oh, should yeah. be a get-right game for the Steelers' <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 defense. Yeah, yeah. Like, this should be a, oh, rookie quarterback, get-right game. No, we don't have the best, one of the best safeties in the entire league in the sport of football. Our secondary sucks, and this guy tossed four touchdown passes. He's going to torch the Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers are going to give up 45 points, mark my words, 45 points at least on Thursday night. They're going to get so torched, blowout, game over, lock. I, I like uh, that they actually went with Malik Willis for a drive, and it was only one drive, and they were like, Will Levis can't possibly be worse than this. And they were right, and he was actually really good. But Malik Willis is the fastest person to lose his job in the NFL this year, I think. So uh, it was one drive. He had one drive. It was abysmal. And then they put in Will Levis, and he was great. I and do D-Hop, remember. D-Hop, uh, turn back the clock game, three touchdowns for mm-hmm. him. I do remember when people said that the Steelers should have taken – Malik Willis over Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Malik Willis. The, the good thing is is that Kenny Pickett is definitively better than the other two. Oh, this was actually a battle of the other two quarterbacks in that in that draft. Yeah, well, and Malik Kenny Willis Pickett. and Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is really terrible. He got better yeah, today he's... too. His was maybe concussion related, but I think that was a cover up. I think how much? I think he did clear concussion protocol <clears throat> in the game, and they just stuck with Taylor Heineke. How much do coaches like? do you think want like when their quarterbacks like that, you've got a high draft pick like that and he's playing and he's playing terribly. 
How bad do you think coaches want them to just get one hit in the head so they can pull them out and say it was oh, a concussion? Arthur and they don't Smith, have to, like, I, I'm sure Arthur Smith was jumping in joy. He hates Desmond Ritter, dude. He hates him. I think he Arthur Smith probably told someone on his offensive line, like, hey, you just got to let a guy through every once in a while. Just slip, fall down, let him unimpeded, and just there, let it happen. There's also this video resurfaced of uh, – uh, he did a deal. Desmond Ritter did a deal with um, with DoorDash before the draft, and um, it was just him, like a commercial of him DoorDashing, and that resurfaced this week because that's probably going to be yeah, what he's doing tough. in a couple that's weeks. That's going to be his job. Yeah, yeah. So wow. sorry that you have to face Will Levis. He looks maybe pretty good. Could be the steal nope. of the draft. Could be better. Uh, does that? Am I racist for saying he's be- the best quarterback in that draft? He's no. the only white guy. No, you're okay. not. All right, good, good. Um, and then we did have a battle of the top two picks this year: C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. That had to feel good for Bryce Young. All he's been doing is hearing that he's worth worse than C.J. Stroud, and he was drafted ahead of him. And then they play each other, and he beats him head to head. And he won. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's all a, you need. That's good. You for hold him. on to that one forever if you're him, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah, yeah. This is Super Bowl. Um, yeah, and I don't know how many more games they're going to win this year either. So no. we have two more games that we could talk about, maybe just a little bit more extensively. And this we're, this one is the one that I want to talk about. The other one doesn't really matter I think, to me. I think this the same one that we're both going to want to talk about: Broncos Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Broncos. First time since Peyton Manning was a quarterback, the Broncos won. For the first time in their franchise history, they beat Patrick Mahomes. Crazy. They had, they had never beaten Patrick Mahomes. It was a flu game for Patrick Mahomes, so I was, I was actually extra How? worried for, for the Broncos going, and I'm like, oh, he's going to go off. It's a flu game. But he actually did maybe have the flu and just played bad because of it. The, I, love the, like, I love the Broncos for this. Do you know how unbearable social media would have been had Patrick Mahomes won this game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not like... This is a Broncos team that gave up, was 75 points? 70. Only 70. 70 points? Yeah. Only 70. Gave up 70 points. And if Patrick Mahomes would have won this game with the flu, people would have acted like this Broncos team. Yeah was the 85 Bears. Like, the greatest team ever, and somehow, against all odds, Mahomes plays. I'm so glad he sucked, because now everyone can just, like, go, oh, yeah, well, he had the flu. He probably would have played better if he didn't. And we move on. And congratulations to the Broncos. Guess what? You have a little bit of hope that Russell Wilson is maybe not a complete terrible quarterback. He was cooking. He was cooking. They let Russ cook. This might not be the worst trade in the history of the entire NFL. Wow. That's big. That's huge for them. You have little hope that this is not the worst trade in the history of the entire NFL. They let Russ cook. And he's been cooking. Very funny. Very funny of the Broncos. Oh, my God. Penguins I saw they, they, were they just, played Taylor Swift after the game. They're, they, oh, that's that's great. They were that's totally funny. just nitpicking stats for Russell Wilson because it was like he's fourth best in the NFL with a touchdown to interception ratio. 
And he's also like fourth best in the NFL with interception to touchdown ratio. Oh, that's just the same thing inverse. So uh, there was like a stat tweeted out about how he's actually been good this year. And um, yeah. Hey, maybe is he back on his Hall of Fame trajectory, Josh? No. Oh, okay. I think if he keeps playing, I don't think he'll ever be on the trajectory again. But I think if he play, like, I think this isn't going to make any sense now that I'm trying to say it out loud. I think if he plays more, I think if he plays more games like this, he will at some point in his like retirement get into the Hall of Fame. So, like, I think he just needs to like. I don't think he. So you're you're basically just saying you don't think he'll have many more games like this. Well, no, I think he'll have more. Like, I think he can have more games like this. But I'm saying, like, I don't think he's going to do. I think he was in the Hall of Fame before he came to Denver. I don't think he's going to do anything in Denver to more put him in the Hall of Fame. I think he can do enough to just not not hurt his case anymore. Out of the Hall, (laughs) yeah, not (laughs) hurt his case anymore. I can see that. I can see it. That does actually make sense to me. Like, yeah, this game is not a. Hall of Fame Russ. This is just a didn't hurt his case. Yeah, she he's fine. <laughs> he's finally not actively taking himself off Hall of Fame like, ballots, <laughs> which he's been doing for two straight years now. So, uh, yeah, and, and also he's going to get so screwed because all people are going to remember when you think of Russell Wilson, what are the two things you think of first, Kellen? I want to um, see if they're the same as me. Okay, well, it's the interception against the Patriots. Yep, that's yeah. number one. Um, and the other, the other thing, and I, I'm pretty sure it's the same two things as you, Josh. It's him warming up with no one on the field. Is yeah. that it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Him, him running. And okay, no, more specifically, him running the two-minute <laughs> offense. Yes. With no one on the and, field. You, c- I will accept a substitution of that with let Russ cook. Okay, yeah, let Russ cook, or so or, if, or Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is is unfortunate because before he got to Denver, uh, and you could also throw it still throwing the interception here. But like the other two things that I remember the most is him having like the sweetest deep ball ever. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, oh, I might have just forgotten the other thing, so maybe I didn't remember. Oh, yeah, no, just no, just like the absurdity of the Seahawks games in prime time. It was, like, mm-hmm. it used to be a religious experience. You remember it that? Was it, they just yes. never played uh, a football a game that made game. sense. It was awesome, and like, yeah, no. So for me, it is. It's that goal line interception. Then you get the Broncos country let's ride, or just the mental reps. Like it's yeah. just, it's that, it's that, the and mental it's... reps with a broken hand. In front of in front of cameras, like purple. I'm sitting here think like now that I think about it, he had the concussion water too, didn't he? Concussion water? Didn't yes. I did, I had never heard of that. I he I had the he had some water that was like supposed to stop or help with concussions. <laughs> you guys sold snake I, oil, dude. I mean, like, dude, he's he's stupid. He's a dumb like, person. I don't remember any on field performance from him. Like I know he had a good deep ball, but like other than the interception, if okay, if concussion water is a thing, that's like something we need to bring up about him way more often. So maybe that's how the maybe that's how the good kind of concussion started getting spread around, though, Josh. 
through the he had a bad concussion. The concussion water changed it to the good kind of concussion because there used to yes. not be a good kind of concussion. Russell Wilson says recovery water healed his head injury from NFC title game. He just probably drank a lot of water. 2015. And, okay, that's just he. That's he's stupid. He's so stupid. <laughs> uh, do we have a tracker of who has the good kind of concussion right now? I think. Brock Purdy has the bad kind of concussion. Yeah, he right definitely. Now. Does. Yeah, but no, I did not have a concussion. Wilson said, "I was saying that I had been con- consistently drinking the water for a month, month and a half, five to seven times a day." And he's like, "This is helping me out." Oh, I it's truly pre- it's, it's to prevent a concussion. It's preemptive. Oh man! So Josh, just drink lots of water. You'll never get concussed yes. again. Yes, concussion drink water. Drink lots of concussion water. I got to find out what kind of concussion Wait, water. Is I... he saying that he's just drinking a lot of water or is it a special kind of water? It was a special kind of water. Okay, good. I don't good. know what I'm kind. Ha- I'm happy it's a special kind. Oh. It's Russ's but, secret stuff. <clears throat> you mentioned. You mentioned. There's actually two games left after this one still. You mentioned uh, we, Brock Purdy. I though. did mention Brock Purdy. He stinks. Josh. Okay. Do you you do, do not you want to ha- apologize? No, I've I've never been a Brock Purdy guy. You asked me multiple times if it's if I'm willing to say Brock Purdy's elite. No, but I didn't <laughs> believe he was elite. I was just wanted to know if you thought he was elite because I wanted you to support me on this take that I'm about to say. Sam Donald. Sam Darnold is a way better quarterback than Brock Purdy. He's so much better than him. And he should be the starting quarterback. I'm not saying he's good. You don't have to agree with me on that. But he's better He's better than Brock Purdy. And we have both agreed that we could run the Kyle Shanahan offense successfully with the weapons that Brock Purdy has. So why can't Sam Darnold do that? I think Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than the two of us. I will say that. And I think you should agree with me on that. I'm not sure Brock Purdy is anymore. I mean, I know Sam Darnold's better at getting mana than I am. Okay, but... that is, that's just a low blow. Josh, I need, <laughs> I need you on this one with me. Come on. You, you know it's true. You know it's true. I Sure, I'll go with that. Yes, yes. Okay. Sam Darnold should be starting. He should be the starting quarterback for the 49ers right now. And I don't know why the, the 49ers rushed to get Brock Purdy through concussion protocol so quickly with a better option on the bench. Maybe Brock Purdy had concussion water. He had the concussion water, but he has the bad kind of concussion. You know what I think? I genuinely think it's because Sam Darnold is just not as good of a story as Brock Purdy. And I but, think you get a similar it, result. It kind in this of game. is now. It kind of is now because he's been benched by the Jets. He's been benched by the Panthers. He's been traded away by both teams. How is that not a better story now? He's he's fallen from grace. True. He used to be this first round talent. I think number two or number three overall pick. And now he he's nothing. He's a backup to a bad quarterback who's underperforming on a great offense, a, a team that should be a Super Bowl contender. He can. That's a great story. He could build himself all the way back up and win a Super Bowl with that team. Nothing more beautiful than that. I don't like using the Super Bowl word with the 49ers. Could could do it. I don't know. Stop. It's possible. 
No, I don't want to use that word there. Um, do you, do you want to comment any more about this game? The Bengals <laughs> did beat them. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would lot like. Can I talk about how good the Bengals are here for a second? Okay, that yeah. would make me so happy. <laughs> I'm still not that impressed by the Bengals. I haven't been impressed by Joe Burrow this year. I know he had a better game and he had a couple electric plays, but he still had some bad turnovers here too. So, what if Joe Burrow sucks? That'd be that'd amazing. Be so, right after he got oh, paid, I'd be so happy. I'd Last so game happy. on the docket here, Josh. What the Cowboys it? blew out the Rams, and I was actually. Not yeah, this disappointed in this. I know we don't like the Cowboys, but I mean, this is just setting up perfectly because I don't think the Rams are a good team. And this is setting up for a lot of people to change how they view the Cowboys. Because if you think that this team is anything better than losing in the divisional round, you're absolutely crazy. I'm just happy because I think they're a playoff team now that will lose in the divisional round. I'm not sure that they were a playoff team before this game. I think they are now, and it's just going to be another Cowboys playoff loss this year. So we could take some comfort in that, right? Yeah, I'm super excited for the inevitable Cowboys loss. And I'm glad because it's it's back on track now. Exactly. back on track. That's that's, that's a a perfect way of putting it. We're back on track for it. I knew it was going to happen, and I'm glad that I get to see it now. Mm -hmm. Back on Mm -hmm. track. We're back on track. We're back on track with the Cowboys. The Rams kind of stink. Low key. Yeah, yeah. Which they're not... that sucked for me to see that score. And they're keep not going really up. that fun to watch either. Because like they never, the Rams have never really been fun to watch. Yeah, but they're just they're really not but, fun. Yeah, they're and bad. They have the ugliest uniforms uh, outside of the Seahawks. I I hate those. Uniforms. I kind of like them. Ah, uh, ugh. Like what them. I'm worried about is they're they're LA, they're trendy, and people are gonna start copying like a look like that. They had such a good look before. They had one of the best uniforms in, in sports. And they changed it to this Microsoft Paint Rams logo. Ugh. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah, I guess I can give you that one. Yeah. Uh but that's that's uh that's the, the NFL, NFL this week. Did you say you wanted to talk a little World Series? Yeah, it's the lowest ranked game one in quite a few in quite a few years. Good. So, but my question is, how do I you do feel? Not, I do not care about ratings at all when it comes to the World Series. My question for you is, how much credit do you take for this, mm-hmm. and how proud are you as a? Um, Rangers mini pack or flex plan holder of uh-huh. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, two years ago. How proud? How proud are you of what's happened here? Yeah, I, I for take, the Rangers. I take one hundred percent credit for okay. the Rangers this year. Um, it's not the players; it's me. And uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of the team. I'm proud that they've rallied around me to get so to this you're point. You're a proud former. Flex plan holder. Former flex plan holder. 10 game <laughs> mini plan. 10 of them. Okay. Count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, I 8, 9, 10, Josh. Can you, can you put in your Can't Twitter bio? Can you count that on one hand? Can you put in your Twitter bio? <laughs> Proud. <laughs> I've, or go comment on Pro- every, go comment on every Rangers post as, as a former 10 game <laughs> mini plan holder. I am. I'm so I am proud so of proud boys. of what this team's accomplished this year. 
if they yeah. if they lose the World Series, you have to go reply to the tweet with with something about that, and you're just like. It's just so fun was, to see where this I team has come. I was once a proud 10-game flex plan holder, <laughs> but to see this team choke on the biggest stage year after year has made me not renew. That's That'll be what I comment if they lose. But, yeah, it is because of me. You're right, Josh. Uh, I just I obviously brought all my good sports luck to them that I have throughout my life. And uh, rubbed rubbed it off a little bit on the boys. They took it, it's been it's been fun. The Diamondbacks took two in Philly to get to the World Series, and the Rangers took two in Houston to get there. The Houston one is less surprising, but the Diamondbacks taking two in Philly, I was shocked to see that happen. And they came back in Game Seven too. I think I think the series does go seven. I've said this before, and it's been a gentleman's sweep every time they, uh, with like the Nuggets <laughs> and the Heat. Uh, it was a, that series was a blowout, and I thought that was going to go seven. And that was really stupid of me, uh, but I do think the series goes seven, which means um, it probably won't. I don't know why I just guessed like a specific number like that, but uh, I like it. it's it's been a fun series. And game one was electric. You have Corey Seager with the two run bomb in the bottom of the ninth to tie it, and then an Adolis walk off. He's been hot, uh, and the Diamondbacks they just. It, Every time that you think you put them away, you put them down, uh, this team just crawls back. They crawl back into series. They crawl back into games. They are a very, Mm -hmm. very feisty team. That's just the best word to describe them. They're feisty. Mm -hmm. And feisty teams win win championships a lot of times. Yeah, so I'm I'm rooting for the D-backs in this. Okay. For obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, which Mm -hmm. is... They knocked Philadelphia out, and Philadelphia okay. lost again, and that's such a loser city. It is, um, yeah. <clears throat> and it's it's such a loser city. God, I hate that city. <laughs> there, like, there was no passion even from that fan base. They just did. They were such losers. They knew Band they were going to lose. Band they knew fans. they were going to lose, and they just folded. They did. Yeah. There was no. They just that's folded. Totally, exactly what happened. They fold the fan, but no, the fan base folded. I was watching that game. They quit. They and and the entire Phillies dugout quit in that ninth inning. They quit. They didn't like. You go look at like Bryce Harper and them. They had no faith in those guys to get on base and get Schwarber a chance to tie the game. Yeah. Yeah. They had no faith. They knew they lost, and the fan base just <laughs> folded like, like a wet paper towel. It was so funny. Yeah, that, so I mean, funny that they the Diamondbacks did effectively, and because I mean they had to be the cockiest fans in the world going into Game yes. Six, where they're like, "We just need to win one at the bank. That's easy. We're, yeah. we're the best home field advantage in baseball, and it just proved it's embarrassing the, the Diamondbacks just proved that that doesn't matter to them." And that's why that's what gives them the feisty title. They they just yeah. don't care. They so don't care what you say. I gotta, don't care what I gotta you do. roll with. I gotta roll with them because All they right, beat I Philadelphia. Respect it. I really I, I I like both these teams. Uh, obviously, like it would be cool to be in Texas when, especially you know DFW when the Rangers win a World Series, especially their first one. That would be pretty amazing. 
but uh, the Diamondbacks are such a likable team. Uh, they're the last. They were the last wild card team to get in, and uh, they got in over the Cubs too. And the and Cubs fans were like, "This could have been us, not could have been you." Diamondbacks are different. They're built different. Yeah, they're built for October, and uh, they might be built for early November too. That'd be sick. That'd yeah, be awesome. Uh, you want to jump into our segments here, Josh? Let's let's get it. Okay. Uh, who's your player of the week? Um, I referenced this earlier, but my player of the week was the music operator at the Broncos game for playing okay. Taylor Swift after the game. So I actually, that was objectively hilarious. Similar player of the week to you. Mine is Travis Kelsey because oh. he gave oh. every guy in the world the easiest Halloween costume and that they just have to throw on a football jersey okay. uh, and go with their, go out with their girlfriend who wants to dress like Taylor Swift. Okay. So I'm glad you brought this up because okay. I was scrolling through Instagram a little bit. How, how many, how many people do you see <sighs> just wearing a Travis Kelsey jersey for Halloween? So there's a lot. So what's worse here? Okay. What's, which one bothers you more? The fact that the guy looks nothing like Travis Kelsey or that the girl doesn't look anything like Taylor Swift? Um, because probably, probably, I don't care. I don't care that neither of them. That's what the point of a Halloween costume, right? You just dress no, no, up no. like the person. You don't have to look like them. But like you look nothing li- like if you take. Like I feel like if you're dressing up as Travis Kelsey in Taylor Swift, yeah, I'm trying. you shouldn't need. Probably it probably bothers me more that the girl doesn't look like Taylor Swift because I don't think I don't think the guy is behind the idea for a couple's not, costume yes, ever. That is true. It shouldn't. You should be able to have something that if you're not wearing a Chiefs jersey, I can still get to Travis Kelsey. Like, I saw some that were no mustache, buzz cut, maybe. You could go buzz uh, cut, mustache. Like, you can't just... It's, I it's, saw, tough, it's tough to change your hairstyle for Halloween I, costume, but you should at least... I, you you could buy a fake novelty mustache, mustache yes. easily. I did for my costume. I also, my dick cut. I, I do that every year. I also saw just literally just a Chiefs t-shirt. No, yeah. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, you got at least. Inv- but what if you're not even a cheat? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's bad. China? You well, you got to wait two months for that. You got they they weren't. We didn't even know they were dating two months ago. Ever you can find. I guarantee you, any college age student can find a, a Travis Kelsey jersey from somebody. Yeah, it's they're true. everywhere. It's true. Or they sell. I'm in Michigan, and I can go get a Chiefs, um, Kelsey shirtsy. From Meyer for fifteen bucks. Okay, yeah, maybe they're sold out. You know, it's a popular <laughs> costume this year. No, disagree. Oh. Anyway, that bothered me. It is me. a popular costume. You can't disagree with that. No, fact. that's not what I sold out. Was what I disagreed oh, with. Not okay. a popular costume. Yeah, but he he's my player of the week for that reason. Just a super easy costume to put together. Just like my Mike Ditka costume. All I need is a sweater, basically, and a fake mustache. Or a real one. I just can't grow a real one. Nice. Um, Josh, who's your coach of the week? Yep. Second, I want to make sure I get my correct statement here. Okay. Um, 
Jim Harbaugh because Michigan has pulled a contract offer that would have made him the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. I'm glad I'm glad you brought this up because tough luck. This has been probably this has been one of the biggest uh, stories in sports, and we kind of forgot to talk about it completely. Uh, Michigan is stealing signs. They're they're pulling the Patriots. It's like like it's been said. It's not illegal to steal signs so long as you're not using technology to do so. That's mm-hmm. perfectly within the game. But once you get behind an opponent's bench and start recording them, that's super illegal. That's super mm-hmm. not allowed. And I think the NCAA, this is not just my mis- my Michigan hatred talking, although it is actually, I can't say that. It definitely is my Michigan hatred talking. Uh, the NCAA should bring the hammer down on them. But they won't. They won't. Mm-mm. But they might. But they, they can't. Here's, just, the, di- here's the issue. I'm worried that they're just going to wait until after the season. They and have to. It's already affected their play. If you look at uh, okay. Michigan's record before they hired Connor Stallions in big games versus after, it's it's very different. Yeah, but they're here's the thing. They're actually winning big games. They never won here's big games thing. before. Here's the thing. They can't do it. Like, they can't do anything. They can come out tomorrow, and they could do whatever. You have a 90-day appeal process. It's too late in the season mm-hmm. for anything to actually happen here. My See, that's why we have you on the show. You understand the NCAA rules. My thinking on what this stuff is going to – if I had to take an educated guess as to what's going to happen here is the NCAA – this is all from the NCAA's perspective. They're waiting this out. They're gathering all the information. Not only does do they need to look into Michigan, they need to now go. They need to like check Ohio State, a couple other places. They need to make sure that this isn't going to be like a okay. We got four teams that are in this, you know, sort of how the Red Sox and the Astros both yeah, yeah. got that. They're going to be doing that. Next thing they need to have happen: Michigan cannot win the national championship. They need Michigan to lose in some way, shape, or form. Because then what that allows is for them to take as much time, do all the due diligence they can, because I would guess I would guess Harbaugh probably ends up leaving. Okay? The Stallions yeah. guy, he's going to get fired. He's Harbaugh, the next Bears head coach. It's Harbaugh's probably going to be the, Yeah, he's probably going to be the Bears head coach. I love it. Now all that happens is you can go back <clears throat> two, three, four, five years later, NCAA comes down vacates about 10 wins over the last three years for Michigan. And then they change an in-person scouting rule. I guarantee you that something like that is what's going to end up happening. Yeah. Did you know, you might know this because you are a hater. Did you know that Notre Dame in 2012 officially does not have an undefeated season? I did not know that actually. They had wins vacated. Exactly. You still think of Notre Dame as undefeated from 2012. So no, I, I think you did no, until I, I said no, that I didn't like I, I regular thought of them season. as a, as a one oh, yeah. loss okay. runner up. Okay. Okay. But like, and a blowout to <clears throat> Alabama, that's what okay. I thought of them as, but what's good. But what's good for the NCAA here is if Michigan cannot win the national championship, because then you're going to get a couple of years down the road, you just vacate some wins and it really doesn't change anything in the grand scheme of things. Wait. Notre Dame got wins vacated for Manti Teo faking a girlfriend. 
Um, no, they had a study hall violation. I think oh. a tutor a tutor wrote a paper. Sorry, I and just they, wanted to bring that up. No, a tutor wrote a paper, and then they Notre Dame self-reported it like they were supposed to, and self-reported it ten years later. Yeah, when they found out. Hmm. Actually, no, I don't think they self-reported it when it happened. It just took for a while for it to. Nah. Come on. Well, either way, but that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, you you understand the the technical rules of the NCAA much more than me, so I can't really go against you on this because uh, I don't want to. I, I just don't want to be a big dumb dumb in this situation. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a fun story. It kind of just keeps evolving more and more, like. Uh, Ohio State is the one that like kind of personally investigated also, them, the and it might be Ryan Day's manifesto. This guy had oh, the yeah, he Connor Stallions uh, wants to be Michigan's head head coach. Like he wanted to take the program from Harbaugh. It seems like, uh, and this is just all maybe all part of his plan to do so, or maybe he was never supposed to get caught. But who knows? We, we will never see the manifesto. Probably. I hope we do. I'll read it all if we do. I would read all 600 pages. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to go inside the mind of this dude, this Connor Stallions. I can't wait for the documentary on him. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, My coach of the week, we'll stay in the Big Ten, is Brian Ferentz. Iowa's offensive coordinator, son of Kirk Ferentz, head coach of Iowa. And he is going, he he resigned, but he's going to play out the rest of the season. He's the worst offensive coordinator in college football, and Iowa fans have been begging for this for yeah. about three years now. And uh, they finally get their wish, but they're just going to have to wait till the season is over. Uh, he's just the the poster child for nepotism. And I could see something else similar, or I could see something similar happening to another black and gold team. Yeah, yeah, but that's not nepotism, at least. Uh, no, it's not. Fan base of the week, Josh. Who do you have? Grand Rapids Griffins fans. Okay. Do you know who the Grand Rapids Griffins are, Kelly? I'm going to guess hockey. Yep, AHL affiliate of the Detroit Red Wings. Nice. Oh, shoot. Like the Penguins just got a penalty. That was so bad. They suck. They're going to lose the game. Oh. Anyway, Friday night, $2 beer, $2 hot dog night, Ooh. followed by, followed by, they always do a chuck a puck for charity. For those of you who don't know what a chuck a puck is, you buy a foam puck. Then after the game, everyone throws their foam puck onto the ice. Which, when you buy it, because they want to know who wins, each puck has a number on it, and then they give you the pucks with the number on it, and they write down your name, your email, your phone number, all of that. Okay, that's semi pertinent. You throw it on the ice. Whoever gets the closest center ice. Guess what? You're the winner. You win a bunch of money and the rest of it goes to charity. So it's a really cool thing that they do, right? For charity. So the Griffins are down. I believe it was three to one getting late, late down stages, third period. Um, I was not at the game, but I did. I've talked to people that were at the game and everything. Griffins score. It's three to two. You get to, I believe it was under a minute left in the third period. The Griffins score to tie the game, make it three, three. Nine fans decided to throw their foam pucks onto the ice, resulting in a delay of game penalty 
And on the ensuing power play in overtime, the Cleveland Monsters scored to win the game. Heard of the Cleveland Monsters. So I have a couple things. They're my fan base of the week because the fans literally yeah. cost the Griffins the game here. And, and now, they also like uh, <clears throat> incriminated themselves because yes. their, their names are on the puck. Yes, they literally know exactly who these. The Griffins <laughs> yeah. issued a statement and everything, saying like they were extremely disappointed, like that such a what could have been such a historic, like fun night was ruined by the fans or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're like, uh-huh. "Yeah, we've identified the nine individuals." Now, what gets me? There's a couple things here. I've seen this many times. I knew this was a rule in hockey. I've known it's a rule. It's a rule in most sports, to some extent. But I've never actually seen the penalty called. I have been at Notre Dame games when things were thrown on the ice. I've been I've watched professional games when things are thrown on the ice. It's always a and I'm not talking hat tricks and stuff here, people. It's it's always a warning from the officials that says if you continue to throw things, you will get delay a game penalty. I have never seen. And now I don't know how many pucks these nine individuals bought. They could have bought 200 pucks, but I would think nine individuals didn't throw that many foam pucks onto the ice that it wouldn't have just been a please refrain from throwing things on the ice message. And I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of mind blown, but it's funny to see the fans actually cost the team a game. Well, yes. And let me go with my fan base of the week now because... This fan base actually did have a warning on a similar type of thing. It's the Colorado State student section. They're playing Air Force in a tight game. Air Force is undefeated. They're ranked. And the fans were throwing snowballs onto the field. In football, you also get a warning. And the Colorado State student section received a warning. But... They also ended up getting a penalty because they kept yeah. doing it. So they're my fan base of the week. Fan I love listening that. at Colorado State. I love that. Yeah. So uh, we had some fans costing their team's games this week, getting penalties uh, for their team. But, hey, that's just the part of being the team. Sometimes you're going to have a costly mistake, and the team's got to be there to pick you up when you do that. And uh, we as fans, we make mistakes, but we also bring the energy too. And mm-hmm. um, it happens. It happens. Uh, kicker of the week, and you want to call it a show? Do we not have a tweet of the week this week? I didn't have one. Okay. You haven't well, had one the last two weeks, so. Yeah, I don't necessarily have a kicker of the week. Oh. Either, Mine's Chris Boswell I... for calling out the NFL. Oh, nice. That is well, good. Do you have Actually, a tweet of the week, then? Um, I have a tweet that we can keep an eye on. Uh, okay, let's let's hear it. Just, I don't know if this is going to mean anything. But just please keep an eye on what the Jaguars tweeted out after the Steelers game. I don't know that it means anything. What did they tweet out? Um, a lot of videos disrespecting a certain towel that I claim has no power left. Oh. So, so just keep an eye on that. Okay. We'll, we'll monitor the situation just closely. Just monitor that tweet. People. Yeah. yeah. Because I do vaguely remember <clears throat> circa... 2008 mm-hmm. another team mm-hmm. after beating the Steelers stomping mm-hmm. all over a towel 
and losing in the first round of the playoffs. Interesting. So, interesting. I don't know. Interesting. Just put a pin in put a pin in that tweet. We'll pay, everybody we'll put, put a, a pin, pin in, in that tweet. Yep. But Love it. other than that, stay on bias this week. I'm sure I will be in a worse mood next week because the Steelers are on a two game losing streak. The Penguins are about to lose their second game in a row. They're on a five on three power play. There's no chance they score. Um and if they score they would win the game essentially. So I'm going to see how this one plays out while everyone else stays unbiased. And we will see you all next week. See you next week.